بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ولي الصالحين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد Today, inshallah, after praising Allah and seeking His aid and forgiveness from the evil of our actions and the evil of our souls and testifying to the oneness of Allah that He is the only one who deserves to be worshipped alone and the testification also, we believe, we say that Muhammad is the last messenger sent to mankind and the best of the worshippers that Allah has sent and the best of the messengers then we would like to begin this evening, the 18th of January, 2015, corresponding to the 27th of Rabi' al-Awwal, 1436. We would like to shed some light, inshallah, regarding a serious situation from the current events that is occurring today, whereby you will find many youth, ignorant youth who don't know any better or if they do, following their desires, joining groups in Iraq and Syria, from amongst them the group called Daesh or ISIS or IS or Jabhat al-Nusra. And they join these groups and Qaeda, they join these groups young in age, foolish in their dreams, as the Messenger, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi described them, حُدَثَاءُ الْأَسْنَانِ سُفَهَاءُ الْأَحْلَامِ And many are ignorant, and they end up coming back after seeing what they have seen, and many are still deluded. So we'd like to shed some light on who are what is ISIS and who are they? And basically, what are the traits that they have that are similar to the khawarij that Rasulullah has warned against or has mentioned to us? Because the, the Rasul, the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad, did not leave anything out from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to him. The Messenger of Allah did not leave anything out. Alhamdulillah, this deen is complete. As Allah said, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتمنت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا This day I perfected your religion and bestowed my favor upon you and made Islam pleasing for you as your religion. So this deen is complete. And that which is complete cannot be added to. Because it's perfect. And the Rasul himself said, My likeness compared to the rest of the prophets who came before me is like the last brick on a wall. Perfect. Completed this religion. And that which is complete is perfect. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down to the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we begin with a verse from the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 204-205. Allah said, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يُعْجِبُكَ قَوْلُهُ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيُشْهُدُ اللَّهُ عَلَى مَا فِي قَلْبِهِ There are amongst people who you see, you are amazed 
of their speech in this dunya, in this life. When they speak, you're amazed by their, you're dazzled by their speech. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bears witness what is in his heart. What that person is upon, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that what he says is not that what he does. Or that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expose him for what his true reality is. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَهُوَ is, and he is, أَلَدُّ الْخِصَامِ From the most argumentative of people, that individual. Because when he speaks, the true reality comes out that he's from the most argumentative of people, arguing against the truth. Just like the khawarij, argumentative upon the truth. And Aisha radiallahu anha, she reported that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa said, that the most hated people, the most hated people uh, towards Allah are those who are the most argumentative ones. They argue against the deen of Allah. They got argue against the understanding of the Quran from the understanding of the companions of the Messenger wasallam. And that is the foundation to understand the Quran. It's not just a verse that you, that you utter here and there or you quote here and there. A hadith that you quote and truncate and cut off. But rather, our deen, Islam, which has been hijacked by these criminals and these barbarians, Islam has already been established and has already been completed. And that is the Qur'an, understood by the Qur'an and the Sunnah in the understanding of the companions. The best people ever to be, as in the hadith in Bukhari, خَيْرٌ nas qarni. The best people are my people, my generation. And then them to come after them, and then them to come after them. So who can be better than the Sahaba from this Ummah? After the Messenger وسلم, who is better than the Sahaba? When the Messenger وسلم, said they are the best of people, the best in their understanding, the best in their manners, the best in their etiquette, the best in their worship. Even though others may try to be better. They will never be able to be better than the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. They are the best people of this ummah. From the, from the mouth of Rasulullah sallallahu From the saying of Rasulullah, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa So how is it then? We find during the time of the Sahaba, this group of people, these rabu rousers, they fought against Ali radiallahu anhum. The cousin of Rasulullah sallallahu the fourth caliph, and they killed him. How is it then that even before Ali radiallahu anhu, they went into the house of Uthman radiallahu anhu, while he's reading the Quran, reading the verse in Surah Al-Baqarah, فَسَيَكْفِيكَهُمُ Allah, Allah will suffice you over them. And they killed him while he's reciting the Quran. How is it then, these individuals who claim piety, and they claim taqwa, and they claim Iman. How is it then when they struck Abdullah ibn Khabbab radiallahu anhu? And other than them from the companions. How is it then that we look towards these people with, that they are pious and so on? Don't be deluded. For they, for their forefathers, the forefathers are who? Are no more and no less than the khawarij of old. And they are they are the followers of Dul Khawaisra. A man who appeared in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu And he was not from the companions. 
as as the scholars mentioned, that he's not from the companions, but rather when the Messenger of Allah, when Muhammad was given out booty, he looked to the Messenger and he wanted a share of the dunya, the booty, and he said, "I'dil ya Muhammad, be just, O Muhammad." He wanted for himself. Just like the Khawarij of today. They want the dunya. They want the status. They want the position. They want the kursi. They want the authority. They want the power. At the expense of their understanding. So don't be deluded. Their forefather, their forefather is Dul Khawaisra, who said to the Messenger of Allah, I'dil ya Muhammad. Be just, O Muhammad. As if to show that Rasulullah was not just in giving out and sharing. And he is Rasulullah. Rahmatan lil'alameen. A mercy to all of mankind. To all of mankind. To all of creation. Alam is kullamasiwallah. Everything besides Allah. Even to animals. He was merciful. But yet you find these individuals. <coughs> who gathered in a place called Harura. In the time of the companions. They went out and killed the best of the people. Abdullah ibn Abbas, anhuma, the cousin of Rasulullah he asked Ali anhu to go out, that, can I go out to advise them? And Ali anhu said to him, I fear for your life. And Abdullah ibn Abbas anhuma, wanted to take back as many as he could away from their weak understanding away from their ignorance. And he went out to them. 6,000 khawarij, 6,000 rabu rousers. He went out towards them. And the first thing they said to him, one of them said, one of the ignorant ones of them said, oh, look at the cloak you're wearing. Because he had a nice cloak that he wore. Trying to insult him. But look, look what you're wearing. And that, because what did they they were extreme they were extreme in how they understood islam they were extreme and look at how, how abdullah ibn abbas answered them he said i saw the messenger of allah sallallahu wearing better than this allahu akbar and he said i have come to you from the companions of the messenger of allah i have come to you from the companions of the messenger of allah from ali radiyallahu and the rest of the companions وَلَيْسَ فِيكُمْ أَحَدٌ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ And there isn't any one companion amongst you. Not one Sahabi. Not one Sahabi amongst the Khawarij. 6,000 of them. And not one was a companion. Imagine that. And likewise the Khawarij of today, who resemble the Khawarij of old. And the Messenger said about them, that every time a horn is cut off from them, another one appears. And the last of them would fight along with the Dajjal against the Muslims. Will fight along with the Dajjal against the Muslims. So don't be deluded. 6,000 of them. And they share the same traits. The same traits that they have no scholars amongst them today. Just like they had no Sahaba amongst them then, they have no scholars amongst them today. Who are they? Ignorant youth, rabble-rousers getting together in the most brutal manner, killing Muslims, non-Muslims, 
innocent people have nothing to do with any battle, aid workers, anyone and everyone that disagrees with them. And we will show you the evidence from their own statements. For this is not based upon emotion. This I will show you inshallah with references about who they actually are. And share this far and wide. For the Messenger Wasallam, there wasn't any other group that he wished to fight. He wished to fight. And he wished to combat than the Khawarij. And he said, if I find them, I will kill them the killing of Ad. I will kill them the killing of Ad. Wipe them away. Why? Because of the evil that they bring to the Ummah. The evil that they bring. The corruption that they cause amongst the Ummah. The harm that they cause. The bad image that they give of Islam. Wallahi, this is not Islam. Islam is the deen of Allah. Has already been established. And Rasulullah 13 years, he was insulted. And they threw stones at him. And his feet bled. In his call to Allah, in his call to Tawheed, they offered him women. In order to stop his call to La ilaha illallah, they offered him authority. They offered him status. And he refused. Because he said to them, worship Allah alone. They fought him. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, but all the prophets said this. وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنْ يَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاشْتَنِبُوا الطَّاغُوتِ We have ordained, we have sent down to every nation a messenger, calling the people to worship Allah and to keep away from the false deities. And all of the prophets, they called their people, they said, أَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُ Worship Allah, you have nothing to do with the false deities. If they just said worship Allah, say yeah, we worship Allah, you worship Allah. But the but the main crunch of the matter or crux of the matter is that, they, that he وسلم, said, you have nothing to do with the other deities. Because he fought against shirk, they fought him and they killed him. And they, and, and they fought him and they killed his companions and they tortured the Sahaba radiallahu They tortured Bilal radiallahu because he said, La ilaha illallah. Imam al-Ajurri from the 4th century, one of the scholars who wrote a book called the Sharia. He said, فَلَا يَنْبَغِي لِمَنْ رَأَى إِشْتِهَادْ خَارِجِي قَدْ خَرَجَ عَلَى إِمَامٍ عَادِلٍ كَانَ أَوْ كَانَ أَوْ جَائِرًا فَخَرَجَ وَجَمَعَ جَمَاعَةً وَسَلَّ سَيْفَةً وَاسْتَحَلَّ قِتَالَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَلَا يَنْبَغِي لَهُ أَنْ يَغْتَرْ بِقِرَاءَةِ الْقُرْآنِ He said, it's not befitting a person who sees a khariji who try in the outset, on the outlook, He's striving. He's striving to do what? To go out against the imam of the Muslims, the leader of the Muslims, like the Muslim rulers. He goes out against them. Whether that Muslim ruler is a righteous ruler or an evil ruler. And he goes out against them, he takes out his sword and he makes his blood, or the Muslim's blood, he says, muslimin makes the blood of the Muslims halal. That's lawful, he makes it lawful is not befitting for anyone to be deceived by the recitation of the Qur'an. وَلَا بِطُولْ قِيَامِهِ فِي الصَّلَاةِ Not be deceived either by his length of his prayer. وَلَا بِدَوَامْ صِيَامِهِ And not to be deceived by the continuity of his fasting. وَلَا بِحُسْنِ أَلْفَاظِهِ فِي الْعِلْمِ 
إِنَا كَانَ مَذَهَبُ مَذَهَبُ الْخَوَارِجِ Know his eloquence in how he speaks. If his methodology is the methodology of the khawarij. That is in Sharia, volume 1, page 340. So don't be deluded by their salah, by their prayer, or by their recitation of the Qur'an. The Messenger wasallam said about them, he said to the companions about them, تَحْقِرُونَ صَلَاتَكُمْ إِلَى صَلَاتِهِمْ وَصِيَامَكُمْ إِلَى صِيَامِهِمْ You will feel your, the Sahaba is talking to them, you will feel your prayer is deficient compared to their prayer. And your fast is deficient compared to their fast. يَقْرَأُونَ الْقُرْآنَ وَلَا يُجَاوُزُ حَنَاجِرَهُمْ They recite the Qur'an and it does, doesn't go beyond their throats. And Shaykh Muhammad bin Hadi of Medina, one of the teachers in Islamic University of Medina, and also a scholar who gives verdicts in the, Islamic, in the Prophet's mosque in Medina, he said, it means, لَا يُجَوزُ that the recitation of the Quran doesn't go beyond their throats, meaning it doesn't go to their heart for understanding. It stays in their mouth, it stays in their throat. That's all it is. It's just utterances that they utter without meaning, without understanding, from the understanding of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Imam al-Barbahari, one of the scholars of Ahl-Sunnah, a thousand years ago, or nine hundred years ago, he said, وَمَنْ خَرَجَ عَلَىٰ إِمَامٍ مِنَ الْأَئِمَّةِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Whoever goes against, whoever goes out against the ruler, from the Muslim rulers, فَهُوَ خَارِجِي Then he is a خَارِجِي This is his resemblance of the Khawarij. This group who killed Ali radiallahu anhu. They went out against Ali radiallahu anhu. They went out against Uthman radiallahu anhu. And Imam Ahmad rahimahullah, who died two for one hijriyah, in his Usul sunnah again he said similar, he said, whoever goes out against the, the, the Muslims' leaders, whether that Muslim leader is righteous or unrighteous, then he is a khariji. Then he is from the khawarij. And Imam Barbahari continues and he says, وَقَدْ شَقَّ عَصَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَخَالَفَ الْآثَارِ وَمِتَةُ مِتَةٌ جَاهِلِيَّةٌ So he goes out against the Muslims, he, he differs away from the Muslims, and he goes against the athar. The narrations. What narrations are we talking about? Newspapers? No. Narrations from the Sahaba anhum, And those that follow them upon righteousness. Narrations of understanding. Narrations of what the Quran and Sunnah mean. Of what the Quran and Sunnah mean. And that's why it was mentioned in the sittings of Abu Zur'a. Abu Zur'a. And Abu Hatim. Al-Razi. And some say that it also it, it was mentioned in the sitting of Imam Ahmad rahimahullah, a famous, a famous, if you like, poem. It was, they used to say, عَلَيْكَ بِالْحَدِيثِ وَأَهْلِهِ فَرَأْيُ لَيْلٌ وَالْحَدِيثُ نَهَارُ وَلَرُبَّمَا غَلِطَ الْفَتَى سُبُلَ الْهُدَى وَالشَّمْسُ بَازِغَةً لَهَا أَنْوَارُ Upon you and me is to follow hadith and his people. Because by Allah, all of these misguided groups, these modern day groups, and the ones that have shed and were, if you like, sprouted out from the previous groups of the past, they are not based upon knowledge. They are not based upon narrations from the Sahaba anhum. They don't have those narrations. They don't have the knowledge, the understanding of what the Sahaba had. So they don't quote that. Or they truncate that which they please. 
عليك بالحديث وأهله فأهل السنة أهل الحديث أهل الأثر they are the ones who clarify what the hadith means based upon what the Sahaba have explained based upon what the best of the people the students of the Sahaba explained the Tabi'een the likes of Hassan al-Basri who died 110 Hijriya he said these people the Khawarij they have not brought one day of good one day one day of good they didn't bring one day and this is the likeness of these of these Khawarij and before Hassan al-Basri Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu when they wanted to go out when a group wanted to go out against Hajjaj who was a uh, who was killing the Sahaba radiallahu anhum Anas radiallahu anhu what did he say to them he said be patient for every day that comes every year sorry that comes is worse than the former and I don't mean that one year you will have rain another year you will not have rain I don't mean this I don't mean he said one year you have good leaders another year you have bad leaders Allahu Akbar look at the fiqh of Anas bin Malik who lived with Rasulullah for 10 years understanding fiqh that he had of the deen of Allah look what he's saying I don't mean that one year you have good leaders another year you have bad leaders isn't this what the khawaris always talk about whether it is the offshoots in this country the jama'at al-jihad al-takfir from the likes of the muhajirun hizb al-tahrir all of them who speak about the rulers busy themselves day and night about the rulers when they don't realize that all of us are responsible as the messenger said kullukum ra' wa kullu ra'i mas'ulun an ra'yatihi all of you are responsible and everyone is responsible to his flock from the leader all the way down to the servant ala kullukum ra' wa kullu ra'i mas'ulun an ra'yatihi and he repeated it everyone is responsible and everyone that's responsible is responsible to his flock to those under him whether it is the man in his house the woman to a household naam the leader and those under him so everyone is responsible so alayka bil hadith wa ahlihi if you go to sahih muslim kitab al imara which the khawarij don't know they don't have good understanding if they did they wouldn't be in the state that they're in kitab al imara the book of leadership and you will see narrations after the narrations from Rasulullah warning against going out the Muslim leaders with your tongue and hand. Going out against them. Rather Fudayl ibn Iyad from the best of the of the scholars from the students and the students of the Sahaba those who followed them upon Ihsan he said if I had one dua I will make it for the rulers betterment why because in their betterment is in your betterment i said this to one khariji one day and he said may allah curse them is he fadil ibn iyad said may allah uh, guide them or may allah he said i would make dua for them this one says may allah curse them this is the way of the khawarij may allah guide them may allah guide them and remove their oppression if they are oppressing those that are oppressing, may Allah remove their oppression. May Allah guide them to have good advisors that will stop their oppression. The Prophet said, أَعِنْ أَخَاكَ ظَالِمًا أَوْ مَظْلُومًا 
aid your brother, whether he's an oppressor or an oppressed. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum said, we know how to aid our brother if he's an if he's a oppressed. But how do we aid him if he's an oppressor? The Rasulullah said, you aid him by helping him stop his oppression. But you only increase his oppression by going out against him, by shedding the blood of the Muslims. Didn't they do that in Algeria? More than 100,000 Muslims got killed. We don't forget history. And history repeats itself. Didn't that happen in, in Hama, in Syria? History repeats itself. These Khawarij, they go out, just like a bull, goes into the ring, in the end he gets killed. In the end he gets, did it bring any good? It brought more harm than good. And it's not only the rulers. They go around killing anyone who goes out against them or who disagrees with them, as you will come, as you will see. Because they're not following athar, narrations of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. عَلَيْكَ بِالْحَدِيثِ وَأَهْلِهِ فَرَأْيُ لَيْلٌ وَالْحَدِيثُ نَهَارٌ For opinion is, for hadith is day, is clear, while opinion is night, is unclear. وَلَرُبَّمَا غَلِطَ الْفَتَى سُبُلَ الْهُدَى And it may be that a young man, a youth, that misses the path of guidance, while the sun is shining in its splendor. The clarity is there. The ulama are known. The scholars of Islam are known, past and present. Are we in doubt that Imam Bukhari is from the scholars, as an example? Are we in doubt? He has the whole, his book of compilation, Sahih al-Bukhari, the most authentic book after the book of Allah, from the books of Hadith. Are we in doubt? Just open Sahih al-Bukhari, see a chapter where he, he separates between the, 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 the levels of kufr. Bab, al-kufr, duna kufr. To the khawarij, kufr is one. Kufr is one, you do a sin, a major sin, then you are kafir to them. And that's why they make takfir of each other. And you can even see on YouTube how they're on their walkie-talkies talking with the other khawarij groups or khariji groups and they're calling each other kuffar. So which one is it then? This one says I'm khalifa. The other one says I'm khalifa. Everybody's khalifa. Huh? So which one? And they're all calling them each other kuffar. So all Muslims, don't be deluded. Don't be deceived by the likes of these individuals who are not upon athar. Al-Awza'i rahimullah from the scholars of the Salaf. He said, Alayka, Alayka bi athar salaf Wa in rafadaka nas Upon you is the narrations of the pious predecessors, the Sahaba and their students and their students. Even if the people were to abandon you. Because this is where salvation lies. It's not in the rebel rousers of the Khawarij. No way. For they have tried to hijack Islam and hijack the image of true Islam, which is justice. Allah said, Qul amra rabbi bil Your Lord has commanded with justice. Allahu Akbar. And Allah said, Inna Allah ya'mura bil adli wal ihsan. Indeed, your Lord commands with justice and righteousness. Your Lord commands with justice and righteousness. Look at the example of Rasulullah He was driven out of Mecca. And it was the most beloved place to him. You are the most beloved piece of land to me. And if I didn't, was not driven out, I wouldn't have left. They drove him out. 
they harmed the, his companions. He left. They tried to kill him. And when he gets, when he, after being in Medina, and what did he say to Ali radiallahu As soon as he enters Medina, what does he say? He says to Ali radiallahu these are belongings that the mushrikun, the polytheists, used to entrust me with. Give it back to them. Allahu Akbar. Give it back to them. Give back their belongings. After they drove him out, they tried to kill him. Give back their belongings. And even after having gone back to Makkah, given the victory of Makkah, he came into Makkah. And those that had fought him, and those that had killed the Sahaba, عنهم, he said to them, from the mushrikeen that is, the polytheists, the disbelievers, he said to them what? After they feared for their life that they're going to be killed now, khalas. You know, our time is up. He's going to take revenge. Rasulullah said, Antum tulaqa. You are the ones that are free. They were so amazed by his mercy and his compassion that they accepted Islam, or many of them accepted Islam. Look at the mercy of Rasulullah and look at his example. Is that the example we see of Daesh? Is that the example we see of ISIS? Is that the example we see of Jabhat al-Nusra and, and, and so on and Qaeda? Where they kill innocent people, Muslims, non-Muslims, women, children, elderly, everyone, anyone, who, if they disagree with them, and they just, you know, got in the way. They just got in the way. What are you going to say in front of Allah? That you killed an innocent person. The Messenger Sassim even forbade that those who used to send from the, 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 the enemies, when they would send a messenger from amongst them to give them a letter or something to read, he forbade that you kill that individual. SubhanAllah. Even though he's from the enemy or in a battle. He was from a battle. Previous battle. Or that they were about to fight them, he would, he would forbid huh, the killing of that individual. Why? Because this was considered deception. Deception is not from Islam. Islam is justice. Islam is honesty. Islam is truthfulness. Allah Azza wa Jal said, كُنُوا الصَّادِقِينَ Be with the truthful ones. And the Messenger Sallallahu said, إِيَّاكُمُ الْكَذِبِ be warned of lying. For lying leads to transgression. And transgression leads to the hellfire. And he said, Be truthful. For truthfulness, it guides one, leads one to righteousness. And righteousness, righteousness leads one to paradise. This is Islam. Islam that the Rasul has come with. Islam that the Messenger has laid the foundations for each and every one of us to follow. Is not, is not barbarism. Is not a savage way that you see being perpetrated in front of many. The Rasul even in sacrificing a sheep on Eid al-Adha, sacrificing a sheep, even the, the knife that he would sacrifice the sheep, huh? even the knife, he would not show it to another sheep that this sheep is being sacrificed. Allahu Akbar. That, while they put, while you find the khawarij, uh, and for, for the whole world to see, not just another person, not just the sheep, for the whole world to see. Killings, mass killings, to try and bring about fear into the people. And people end up, what do they end up doing? They end up running away from Islam. 
They end up seeing, is this your Islam? Is this Islam? Say, no, this is not Islam. So from the aqaid of the khawarij we said, is that they go out with their sword to kill, uh, to kill the leaders as well as the Muslims. So let's bring you some quotes. Abu Muhammad al-Adnani from their spokespeople, the spokesperson of Daesh or ISIS. He says, from a spokesperson he says, وَقَدْ تَبِعْتُ وَقَدْ تَبَعَتْ دَائِشَ أَسْلَفَهُ مِنَ الْخَوَارِجِ He says, uh, he says, إِنَّ أُمَّتَنَا الْغَالِيَةِ تَعِيشُ فِي عُبُودِيَّ وَذُلُّ He says, our ummah, which is valuable, يعني, which is honorable, it's living under oppression, or under humiliation, and worship. يعني, we are slaves. The ummah now is slaves. According to him, he says, they are slaves. And the proof of that, he says, uh, is the Arab Spring. Because they all went out. That's your proof. That's your proof, the Arab Spring, as if it's a good thing. The Arab Spring was not because of, it could be because of eco economy. Huh? Could be because of people without jobs. Could be because of many, many issues that the people had. He said, those who went out Against their leaders because of what? They want freedom and honor. He said the armies of these false deities, tawaghit, he calls them, basically disbelievers. He calls the leaders, the armies of these disbelieving leaders. He says, He says they have made them servitude. To these foreign laws, these oppressive foreign laws. No doubt, hukum belongs to Allah. And we all call for that. Ahlul Sunnah, they call for the hukum to Allah. And what is the hukum for Allah? Only in the politics, Islamic politics? No. The hukum for Allah before that is aqidah. As Shaykh Rabbi Habudullah said a beautiful statement. He said, what they, when they say hukum of Allah, they mean kursi, they mean authority. They mean power. But Ahl-Sunnah, the Salafiyun, Ahl-Adhar, when they say hukum for Allah, they mean aqidah first. Aqidah to awwalan, ya du'at al-Islam. First and foremost, aqidah. Because many of these khawarij, if they get to power, will they, will they, will they establish Tawheed upon the land? And is it from Tawheed? Is it from Tawheed to kill innocent people? To kill aid workers? Is it from Tawheed to call Muslims kuffar? Is it from Tawheed? Huh? This is against Tawheed. Because calling your Muslim brother a kafir, then it falls on one of the two. Disbelief will fall on one of the two. The Rasul said, Man kafir, Whoever says to his brother, Oh, disbeliever, it falls on one of the two. So is it your Tawheed then that you go around calling Muslim kuffar? So what happened to the hukum of Allah then? That you call in for? Allah said, إِنِ الْحُكْمُ إِلَى لِلَّهِ That hukum, rulership, yes, belongs to Allah. But what did he say afterwards? أَمَرَ أَلَا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهِ He commanded that none should be worshipped except him. So Yusuf, he commanded that none should be worshipped except him. So first hukum is what? Ibadah. 
and ibadah, worship of Allah alone. And you call your Muslim brother who has an honor that Allah gave him. The Messenger said about the Muslim who says, La ilaha illallah, inna dima'akum wa amwalakum wa aradakum haramun alaykum kahurmati hadal yawm, kahurmati hadal balad. Your blood, your property, and your honor is sacred. Like the sacredness of this day, the day of Arafah, like the sacredness of this place, Mecca. Sacred. And you go and call a Muslim a kafir. You go and call him a kafir, just like that. Because of a major sin, other than shirk. Because of a major sin, other than shirk. This is not Islam. Rather, there is ijma' upon the, in the ummah, as Ibn Abdul Bar has mentioned. And, and uh, Ibn Qudam al-Maqdasi has mentioned, and Imam Ahmad practiced ijma' that you're not allowed to call a Muslim a kafir unless you establish the proof on him. So we say to you, oh, Hizb al-Ta'rir and Muhajirun, the offshoots of these khawarij, we say to you, and Daesh and Isaac and all of them, we say to you, have you established the proof on every single Muslim leader? And they go, they go further than that. They go further than that. They, and you will see, they even call the armies of these leaders, they call them kuffar. So, as we will read, the armies according to them of Egypt are disbelievers. The armies of Syria, uh, they don't, uh, they, yeah, Syria, they mentioned Syria, Tunis, they mentioned a number of countries. They said all of these armies, rather all of the Muslim leaders' armies are kuffar according to them. So how many millions of people that you've just made takfir of? Have you established the proof on, on, on any one of them? So look at the upside down Islam that they are living. And here's the quote. He says, He says, لا بد لنا أن نصدع بحقيقة مرة لطالما كتمها العلماء واكتفى بتلميح لها والفقهاء ألا وهي كفر الجيوش الحامية so he says, he calls them disbelievers. Even the Libyan army and the Egyptian army, and then he says, All of them, all of the Muslim armies, somebody doesn't have a job. He's just working. He's working as a policeman. Or he's working as a, uh, he doesn't have a job, that's all he has to feed his children. You go around calling him kafir, just like that. Millions and millions of people you are calling kuffar, just like that. That's Allah salama. And this is a quote from a tape that he has called Al-Silmiya Deen Man. Al-Silmiya Deen Man. And he goes further than that. And he says, Al-Jaysh al-Pakistani. Uh, also includes the the, the army, uh, the Pakistani army. Well, Jaysh al-Afghani, all of them, the Afghani army, all of them kuffar. Tunisi, well, Libi, well, Jaysh al-Yemeni, all of them kuffar. So, all oh, youth, you would like to join these rabble-rousers? You would like to join these ignorant ones who don't know what Iman and Kufr is? If Iman has different levels, Faith has different levels. The highest form of Iman is saying La ilaha illallah. The lowest form of Iman is to remove a harmful object from the path. 
and al-haya' shu'batu min al-iman and shyness is a branch of faith. Iman has so many branches. You think that kufr does not have branches as well? You think that kufr, disbelief, does not have levels? There's disbelief which takes you out of Islam and there's disbelief that doesn't take you out of Islam. The Prophet ﷺ said, Sibab al-Muslim, fusuq, uqitaluhu kufr. Insulting your Muslim brother is sin and killing him is disbelief. Does that mean if you kill a person you become disbeliever in Islam? No. It means that you are sinful and you have transgressed. But you're not a disbeliever. So because he had a fight with you or he fought you, you go and kill, kill him because you say, oh, he's a kafir because he was fighting me? No. Allah said in Surah Al-Hujurat, وَإِن طَائِفَتَانِ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ قَتَتَلُوا فَأَصْلِحُ بَيْنَهُمَا If two group of Muslims fight each other, kill each other, then try to rectify between them. This clear proof. Allah called them believers. وَإِن طَائِفَتَانِ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ اقتتلوا. You call them kuffar, Allah calls them believers. But they are Sinful if they kill another Muslim. But he doesn't take them out of Islam. And they don't understand. The one of them will say to you, Oh, but in Saudi Arabia, they have uh, riba banks. So therefore, the leader is a kafir. Because of riba bank. Yes, riba is haram. And riba is not allowed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, It's harb. It's Allah's at war with, with the person who deals with riba, usury, usury transactions. Huh? But all those Muslims who have mortgages are also kuffar. Huh? According to your understanding. This is not Asal of Islam. In the Sharia, there's a difference between doing a sinful act, a disobedient act, and believing and saying and believing that haram is allowed for me. That's something else now. When you say make istihlal, you make halal that which is haram, not just by doing it, but by believing it, it has to come from the heart, from your belief. And therefore, it's two different things here. Have you ascertained that then? Did you go and ascertain and establish the proof huh? upon the leaders who, 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 who have those riba banks in the country? No, because you don't even have the understanding of the differences between this kufr and that kufr. And the, look, Imam Bukhari, where he said, Bab kufr duna kufr. Bab nifaq duna nifaq. Even hypocrisy has levels. So how is it you rush to perform takfir of the Muslims? And going against the scholars, Ahl Sunnah, past and present. Even the Islamic channels, he says. Even the Islamic channels, even if they uh, have uh, uh, channels against the Rafida, again, because they belong to a, a, a country, then they are also from the Tawahid, those who deal with them, they are also disbelievers. Allahu Akbar. Who did they leave out? Who did they leave out? In fact, he said even those who went out to vote in Egypt and those who went out to vote in Pakistan, even them, they are kuffar as well. The ones who went out to vote. Of course, voting is not from Islam. Okay, the person did it is sinful. Does he believe that the hukum of Allah, that this hukum is better than the hukum of Allah? You have to ascertain that. Or is he just ignorant? I just want a better life. I just want a job. Subhanallah. Huh? We say it's wrong, it's wrong. But you can't go around calling Muslims kuffar just like that. 25 million went out to vote in Egypt. You're going to call them all kuffar? 34 went out to vote in Pakistan. 
You're going to call all them kuffar? I saw a post about Hizb al-Tahrir. And it said, this was when Omar Bakri used to be in England. Alhamdulillah, good riddance. He didn't come back. He didn't allow him to come back, even though he begged them to come back. What happened? They, the poster is, why all the Muslim leaders kuffar? Mashallah, you, you don't even know how to mention their names if I ask you how, or name them. You're sure to miss out about ten of them or, or, or five of them. But you just quickly, why they're all kuffar? And when I saw a poster by one Hizb al-Tahriri, huh? back then it was Hizb al-Tahriri, I know they have now become uh, a bit more mutawar. Huh? Huh? They have changed their name to another name, Muhajirun, whatever their name is now. Huh? From one name to another, all the same, all khawarij. Because if they go out against the Muslim leaders by their tongue, or their sword, as Shaykh Salaam Taymiyyah Rahmullah said, then they are following the way of the Khawarij. What did that poster say? And look, this will just show you what the kind of foolish minds they have. The poster said on it, and it was put on a mosque, the poster said, it said, Makkah, the state of shirk. A'udhu Billah. Makkah, the state of shirk. You didn't even leave Makkah out. Makkah. That the Prophet said, there is no hijrah. After the Fath of Makkah. You call it shirk? Subhanallah. May Allah protect us. And that's why you found, they found even the khawarij that were planting bombs in Makkah. They were planting them in masahif. Like a, a, a Quran lookalike. It looked like a Quran, it's plastic. Huh? And they put a bomb inside. Is this how low our khawarij you have become? To kill. Who is in Makkah? Except Muslims doing tawaf. And Sa'i, uh, Muslims trying to gain the great reward of a hundred thousand prayers. Now, now we mentioned that. Anyway, continuing. So anyone who fights them, they would go out against them. And look what he's this Hakim. This Natiq uh, al-Rasmi of Daesh, he said, he said, he said, Ya man waqa'tum ala qitali al-mujahideen. Oh, those who have, and he brought about themselves to fight the mujahideen. He calls themselves the mujahideen. He says, Tubu, repent. Repent to Allah, he says. Tubu ila Allah. Page 1819. If you repent to Allah, then you will have security. Naam, and you will have forgiveness, he says. And he joined him basically, and you will have forgiveness. And if not, or if, uh, not, if you just basically stop fighting them. He says, No, that we have armies in Iraq, and an army in Sham. مِنَ الْأُسُودُ الْجِيَاعِ From hungry lions. They're like hungry lions. شَرَابُهُمْ الْدِمَاءِ Their drink is, the, is blood. They drink blood. That's what they like. He says, وَلَمْ يَجِدُوا فِيمَا شَرِبُوا أَشْهَى مِنْ دِمَاءِ الصَّحَوَاتِ They didn't find, يعني, in terms of drink, that which is more tasty than the blood of those Sahawat, those who fight against them. For wallahi, 
لنحسبنهم ألفا ثم ألف والله لن نبقي منكم ولن نذ so basically they want to make a ibra um, they want to make a, uh, as an example to the people that we, we, we are happy to drink the blood of those who fight us because we, they are, our armies are like hungry lions subhanallah look at the example of what Allah mentioned about Rasulullah indeed a messenger has come from amongst yourselves azizun alayhi ma'anittum it grieves him that you turn away. Harisun alaykum. He is so concerned for your guidance. Harisun alaykum. Bil mu'minina ra'ufur rahim. With the believers, he is kind, he is gentle, he is merciful. This is Rasulullah wasallam. Opposite to what the khawarij are upon. And the Messenger wasallam said, Innahu lam yakun nabiyun qabli illa kana haqqan alayhi an yadulla ummatahu ala khayri ma ya'lamu lahum. وينذرهم شر ما يعلمه لهم. He says, indeed, it is a right for those prophets who came before me, ah, to do what? To show their nation the best of what they know is for them. The best, ah, what they know is for them. They know this is good, they'll show him the good. They know this is bad, they show them keep away from the bad. Subhanallah. So isn't it guidance that they want for the people? People got nothing to do with any battle. An aid worker, and you go and just slaughter him, just like that. That's Allah Salama. Someone who went out there to aid the Muslims in their poverty, and you just—they not—they don't have anything to do in any battle. And look what Imam Ahmad rahimullah said, describing exactly the way of the Khawarij. He said the Khawarij قوم سوء. Khawarij are an evil people. لا أعلم في الأرض قوما شرا منهم. I do not know in the land any people even more evil than them. نعم صح الحديث فيهم عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عن عشرة أوجه. And there's more than ten different wordings mentioned in hadith about the Khawarij, which are authentic. That is mentioned in a Sunnah of Al Khalal, the statement of Imam Ahmed. Sunnah of Al Khalal, volume one, page one hundred and forty-five. Also. Abu Umar Baghdadi, in his writing, in his letter that he wrote to those who are fighting in Iraq, he said to them, إِنَّكُمْ يَوْمٌ إِنَّكُمْ يَوْمٌ أَنْ كُنَّا نَظُنُّكُمْ عَلَى الْحَقِّ كُنَّا Anyway, let's go to the main quote that he says. He says, فَإِنْ أَبَيْتُمُ التَّوْبَ قَبْلَ الْقُدْرَةِ عَلَيْكُمْ فَوَاللَّهِ لَقَتْلُ الْمُرْتَدِ he says, if you don't repent, he's talking to the armies who are fighting against them in Iraq. If you don't repent, then your killing is better than the killing of a hundred Christians. Huh? Subhanallah. Your killing is more beloved to me than killing of a hundred Christians. This is a tape that he put out called Wa'adullah, the promise. Uh, of Allah, he yani promise, and he has other statements similar to that. And he says, "فَإِنَّنَا نَرَى كُفْرَ وَرِدَّ جَمِيعُ كَامِ تِلْكَ الدُّولِ وَجُيُوشَهَا 
وقتالهم أوجب من قتال المحتل الصليبي. That fighting them, that all of these leaders, we consider them all to be kuffar and their armies, and fighting them, killing them, is more is more of an obligation than the killing of those occupied uh, uh, disbelievers who occupied our lands. It's more important for us to kill you than them. He's saying, Subhanallah, kill the Muslims is more than than, and that is a statement that he said, Sharit. قُلْ إِنِّي عَلَى بَيِّنَةِ مِنْ رَبِّي A tape called, say, I'm upon bayna, upon clarity from my Lord. Quotes after quotes of their, uh, of their ignorant understanding of the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. As the Messenger وسلم, described them, سُفَهَاءُ الْأَحْلَامِ Foolish in their dreams. حُدَثَاءُ الْأَسْنَانِ Young in their teeth. They're young in their understanding. Understanding has so much weight in Islam. The correct understanding. The Prophet said to Ibn Abbas, Allahumma wafiqhu fi deen wa'allimhu ta'wil. Oh Allah, give him understanding of the religion and, and teach him tafsir, ta'wil, the correct meaning of the Quran. And Ibn Abbas became, came from the best of those who understood the Quran. Ayah, ayah, Mujahid, his student said, I stopped Ibn Abbas on every single verse. To give me an explanation of every single verse of the Quran. Allahu Akbar. That's Abdullah ibn Abbas. The Prophet made dua for him. Allahumma wafiqhu fi al-deen. Fiqh. Hadith in Bukhari and Muslim. Man yuridi Allahu bihi khayran. Yufaqihu fi al-deen. Understanding. Whoever Allah wants good for. He gives him understanding of the religion. That's the one who's blessed. Not somebody who's ignorant. Weak in his understanding. And also... Uh, they say, also one of their spokesmen said, are you still busy with maslah and mafsada? Talking about ma- yani, the pros and the cons, the benefits and the harms, you scholars of Islam, he says. Are you still talking about the benefits and the harms? Subhanallah. Rasulullah spoke about the benefits and the harms. It's not something the scholars talk about. The messenger of Allah spoke about the benefits and the harms. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, when he saw the man urinating in the mosque, he stopped the Sahaba from throwing him out. Why? Or from taking him out while he's urinating. Why? Because there's more harm for, the, for them to... There'll be more harm. His aura may be seen. His private parts may be seen. Or maybe is that maybe he would leave Islam. As Shaykh Ubaidah al-Jabri mentioned three things. Maybe he'll leave Islam. Maybe his private parts will be seen. And the, the urine will go to all part or different parts of the masjid. Whereas before it's just in one part. Maslahan mafsad is from the deen. Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di rahimullah, the mufassir of the Quran. He said in his mandoma, Deenuna mabniyun ala al-masalihi fi jalbiha wa dar'iha lil-qaba'ihi wa idha ta'adada adadun min al-masalihi yuqaddamu al-a'la min al-masalihi wa didduhu tazahamul wa didduhu tazahamul mafasid yurtakabu adna min al-mafasid our deen, he said, is built upon bringing about good, bringing about benefits. This is our religion. Bringing about benefits. So if there's two goods, two good things, you do the best of the two. And when there's two harms, then you, that, that you have to be upon, or that comes upon you, then you do the lower of the two. The lowest of the two. Why? Because that's the lesser of the two harms. And the Rasulullah said to Aisha radiallahu anha, when they were, he said, had your people not been new to Islam, 
we would have rebuilt the Kaaba upon the station of Ibrahim. But we didn't want us, we didn't want the people to say what? That Muhammad Sallallahu is demolishing the Kaaba. Because they're new to Islam. Benefits and harms. This is from the deen of Allah. From the great principles of Islam, which the Khawarij are not upon. And that's why you'll find them. They go around uh, killing a cartoonist who's unknown. Maybe only 30,000 people read his paper. Huh? His magazine. Unknown cartoonist in Paris. 30,000 people read it. Huh? Now they killed him. Huh? And then what's the benefit of that? Now they sold more than 5 million copies. And it's translated in so many languages. From 30,000 to more than 5 million. And sold out. That means if they do another 5 million, maybe it's sold out again. So you have caused, O Khawarij, more insults to the Messenger of Allah. Wasallam. As one of the scholars of Medina said, you, have, you are the reason for Rasulullah to be insulted in this dunya and Yom Al Qiyamah, you will pay for it. Because Allah will suffice the Messenger of Allah. Inna kafaynaka al mustahzi'in will suffice you over those who insult. But those who cause the insult in the first place, they are also responsible. For they are the ones who cause more harm than good. Because of their emotion. And there are many statements to mention. I'm going to just go through the last part quickly. Miss some points. The Prophet actually mentioned about where these people will come out. Look at this amazing hadith. The Messenger said, The Khawarij will come out from the East. They will be a people who will come out from the East. They recite the Quran, it doesn't go beyond their throats. They will leave the religion just as the arrow enters the game. The, the arrow enters the animal that is being hunted. The hunted animal. ثُمَّ لَا يَعُودُونَ فِيهِ And then they will not go back to it. حَتَّى يَعُودُ السَّهْمُ إِلَى فَوْقِهِ And Saham will not go. When it goes in, it can come out the other side. Because the arrow, and that hadith is mentioned in Bukhari. So the Prophet ﷺ already mentioned that this group will come out. And isn't it that they came out Harura, the first Khawarij, was in the east. Was in the east. وعن يسير بن عمر قال قلت لسهل بن حنيف رضي الله عنه هل سمعت من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول في في الخوارج شيئا قال سمعته يقول وأهوى بيده قبل قبل العراق and he pointed towards Iraq يخرج منه قوم يقرؤون القرآن there will come out a people who recite the Quran from over there pointing to Iraq لا يجاوز تراقيهم it doesn't go beyond their throats. يمرقون من الإسلام مروق السهم من الرمية. They leave Islam just like the arrow enters the hunted animal. That hadith also is in Bukhari. Read it, ya Akhwan. Bukhari, the first one is Bukhari, number 7562. The second one is in Bukhari, 6934. Ya Can you get any more clear than that regarding the Khawarij? The Khawarij... Don't be deluded by their recitation of the Qur'an or their memorizing of the Qur'an, memorization of the Qur'an. Memory in itself is not enough to be raised. Memory, Jazakallah khair, you memorize Qur'an, that's good. Allah will bless you if you're upon the right understanding. On the Day of Judgment, 
Allah will raise you. Many levels to the last verse you recite. Naam. But what about Abdurrahman ibn Muljam? You memorize the whole Quran. And Umar anhu sent him to, to Egypt to teach the people Quran. He mixed with the Khawarij. In fact, the woman that he was proposing to, she said, as a mahar, I want you to kill Ali radiallahu anhu. As a dowry. She said to him, I want you to kill Ali radiallahu I want you to kill Ali radiallahu anhu. And that was the case. He accepted. You see? Huh? He accepted the, the, to kill Ali. And he did that. He killed Ali radiallahu to marry this woman. So don't be deluded by memory and memorization. Somebody comes and he, huh, like computer. Sheikh Rabbi Hafidullah said, that one could be more dangerous. Why? Because people think he's a scholar. And he does nothing. He's hollow. But he memorized. But when you come to ask him the aspect of the Sharia, of the Islamic legislation, then he's ignorant of that. Now, and look at those who were doing the bid'ah of the bid'ah stones. They were gathered in a halaqah. They didn't have anyone from the scholars amongst them. And it wasn't until Abu Musa al-Ash'ari when he saw them. And he went back. Naam. He went back. And it was the Sahabi. When he went back and he spoke to the companion. And he's sitting outside of his door. Abu Abdurrahman. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. He said to him, I saw something strange. Come and see. When they went out, he saw this bid'ah that they were doing. Small bid'ah that they started with. And at the end, the narrator, he said, at the end, the narrator, he said, and the narrator is Amr ibn Salama, he said, رَأَيْنَ عَامَةُ لَائِكَ الْحِلَقِ يُطَاعِنُونَنَا يَوْمَ النَّهْرَوَانِ مَعَ الْخَوَارِجِ We saw uh, the general uh, masses, or most of those who were in that gathering, we saw them fighting us on the day of Nahrawan, meaning the Khawarij. So look how their bid'ah, as Ibn Taymiyyah said, bid'ah starts a handspan, becomes an arm's length, becomes a mile. So all they started was the bid'ah beads, or the bid'ah stones in that case. Bid'ah stones. Eventually, they ended up being with the khawarij, killing the sahaba, radiallahu anhum. So may Allah protect us from their evil and their harm, and their confusion that they cause the ummah. And look at Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah. And this is just a proof showing you that Ibn Taymiyyah is not with the takfiris. Because many of the takfiris like to quote Ibn Taymiyyah. And also there was a lady, a writer, in one of the universities in America. She wrote a book about Muhammad Wahab, rahimahullah. And she praised him. But when she came to Ibn Taymiyyah, she goes, the real reason of the takfiris today is Ibn Taymiyyah. Then she lays into Ibn Taymiyyah. We say to her, and we say to those deluded takfiris, that Ibn Taymiyyah is not with you, he's against you. Rather, he spoke against the Khawarij in many of his writings. If you look at his Majmu' Fatawa, for example, volume 13, page 49, he says, وَأَقْوَالُ الْخَوَارِجْ إِنَّ مَعْرَفْنَاهَا The statements of the Khawarij, we have come to know it. مِن نَقْلِ النَّاسِ عَنْهُمْ لَمْ نَقِفْ لَهُمْ عَلَى كِتَابٍ مُصَنَّفٍ We did not even find a book that they have written. You see? See, the, Ibn Taymiyyah is refuting the Khawarij, saying that we didn't even come to know of them writing even a book. How they write a book when they're Sufah al-Ahlam? Hudata al-Asnan. How they write a... They haven't even written a book. Huh? 
defending the deen of Allah or clarifying it. They haven't, you couldn't even do that. Whereas the scholars of the past, Imam Ahmad, he left behind Usul Sunnah. Imam Barbahari, he left behind Sharh Sunnah. Imam Malik, he left behind Muwatta. Imam Bukhari, he left behind Sahih al-Bukhari. Imam Muslim, he left behind Sahih Muslim. And the Kutub al-Sitta, the Imams of his Kutub al-Sitta, they left behind Hadith after Hadith with the subject headings, calling to the fiqh of those great scholars. And before them, the likes of Sufyan al-Thawri, who died 161 Hijriya. Sufyan al-Thawri, who left behind statements or letters that he wrote to other, uh, to other uh, contemporaries. They left behind writings, clarifying the aqid of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. Not only the, we find even the Mufassirun of the Qur'an, those who have tafsir of the Qur'an, like Imam Al-Tabari, who died 310 Hijriya. Not only has he written a tafsir, he has also written Sarih al-Sunnah, clarifying the aqid of Ahl-Sunnah. We find writings after writings. Abdullah ibn Imam Ahmad, writing a whole book, Kitab al-Sunnah. Because Sunnah is the way. They wrote books after books, clarifying the aqid of Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah, refuting the way of the Khawarij, so that you and me don't fall into that. So that you and me don't fall into that. And that we are guided. So, Ibn Taymiyyah is against you, O Khawarij. And the scholars are against you, O Khawarij. And the Sahaba are against you, O Khawarij. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide them back to Islam, the ignorant ones, and as for those who persist in their, in their, uh, in their harm, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala free us uh, from their harm, or keep their harm away from us far and wide. And Ibn Taymiyyah also said, Majmu'a Fatawa, volume 19, page 72, They make takfir of Muslims because of sins and disobedience. Naam. And they continue to say that Dar, that Dar al-Islam is Dar Harb. That Dar al-Islam, the Muslim lands, they consider it to be lands that are lands of war, lands of a battlefield. They consider that. And they will say, ah, these are lands which are battlefields, not Islamic lands. SubhanAllah, Masajid, Muslimun, Ramadan, like they criticize Saudi Arabia, just like, you know, SubhanAllah, criticize when they go for Hajj, when Muslims go for Hajj, Alhamdulillah, people go and perform their Hajj at e with ease. No one says it's perfect, but Alhamdulillah, the Sharia, the, the five pillars are established. If you want Aqidah, then Alhamdulillah, you don't have grave worship, you know, people doing open shirk in front of you. If you want Salah, the five daily prayers are established. If you want Zakah, any, com any company that comes into Saudi Arabia, they have to pay 2.5%. Any private company, they have to pay 2.5% and, and they collect the zakah from the people. And they distribute it to the people, to the poor. That is the third, third pillar. If you want Ramadan, how much of Ramadan is established? And the people fast and people go, Alhamdulillah, Aman, Fitturaq, security in, in, in the roads. And we have lived there for 19 years, Alhamdulillah, and we have seen with our own eyes. In every area, schools of Quran for ladies, for men in the masajid, for boys, for girls. Free of charge. We don't say it's perfect, as Sheikh Sa'i Fawzan himself said. We're not saying it's perfect, but Alhamdulillah, show us any other country like this. Whenever the ta Salah time comes, all the shops close. Show us any country in the world like this. But even that doesn't get spared. Not even Makkah gets spared from their tongues. Oh Khawarij. Turn back.
and do not persist in your causing harm to the Muslim Ummah by your uh, by your foolish dreams and by your weak understanding of Islam. And they call Ahl-Sunnah Murji'ah. And Irja' means to delay actions from being part of Iman, for example. In fact, it means in the Arabic language to delay something being part of something. So here, what they mean is that they are Murji'ah, uh, that the scholars of Ahl-Sunnah, the Salafiyun, Ahl-Adhar, the Muslims, that they are Murji'ah. <coughs> that they do not establish parts of the Sharia. And Shaykh Rabbi Havudullah throws it back at them and he says, You are Murji'ah. You know why? Because you delay Aqidah to be taught correctly. Allahu Akbar. You delay the methodology to be taught correctly. You delay the correct understanding of what Islam is to be spread far and wide. Rather, you push forward your authority, your understanding of power and leadership and kursi gaining. Huh? This is what you're pushing forward. At the expense of what? Understanding Islam. And even understanding Kalimat al-Tawheed, La ilaha illallah, for they read the books of Sayyid Qutb. And Sayyid Qutb, huh? he said that La ilaha illallah means La hakamiyyata illa lillah. La ilaha, he said, means there is no rulership except Allah's rulership. Is this the meaning of La ilaha? A, a meaning of lordship, a meaning that is just the, the authority and so on. The kuffar of Quraysh, the disbelievers of Quraysh, they also believed Allah is the creator, and the provider, and the sustainer. But that wasn't enough for them to enter Islam. If you ask them who created the heaven and earth, they will say Allah. But what was the issue? What was the reason why they didn't accept Islam? Or many of them didn't accept Islam? Is because... When it is said to them, La ilaha illallah, that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, they become uh, arrogant, haughty, proud from accepting, worshipping Allah alone. So the khawarij, do they establish ibadah then upon the earth? When they criticize, when they criticize the ulama of Ahl-Sunnah, the ulama of Tawheed, those who clarify the truth, and also, you can't just sprout out and say, I'm an Amir Mu'mineen just like that. You have to seek the, uh, the mushawara, the consultation of the scholars of Islam, and the people who have understanding. Just say, I'm, I'm the leader, and that's it. And everyone is, must uh, obey me. That's not, we had one in Slough, in, in the south of England. He said, I'm Amir Mu'mineen, Abu Isa. Yes, in Slough. And they put out all the hadith of bay'ah, that the bay'ah is for him. SubhanAllah. You said you got bay'ah, another one in Tajikistan says I've got bay'ah, another one says he's got bay'ah in China, another one says everyone's got bay'ah. And who is it then? This is a joke. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Al-Khawarij. Protect us from the way of the Khawarij. And there are narrations after narrations. And lastly we end with just showing who Rasulullah is. Prophet said, I'm the best of the children of Adam and I'm saying that without boasting. If you really want to give victory to Rasulullah and aid the messenger of Allah in his deen, then aid him by following the sunnah of the messenger in aqidah first, in belief first. Rectify 
the people's belief. Tasfiyah wa tarbiyah. Purification and education. The Muslim Ummah needs purification and education. It doesn't need rabble-rousers to cause more harm than good. We don't need shoe bombers. We don't need even pants bombers, those who put bomb in their pants. We don't need all that. That is harming the image of Islam. We don't need 7-7. Innocent people got nothing to do anything, just getting on with their everyday lives, killing them. You're not in Dar al-Harb in this country. You're in Dar al-Kufr, yes, a disbelieving land, but the Rasulullah already showed us how to live amongst the disbelievers. He lived amongst the disbelievers in Medina. He lived under this, the disbelievers in Mecca while being oppressed. And yet we don't find him doing what you're doing. Killing women. Rather he forbade the killing of innocent people. He forbade the killing of women and children. Even in a legitimate battle. And we're not in that situation. Your neighbor wakes up in the morning and says good morning to you. Where's the war that you're upon then? When the neighbor wakes up and says good morning in the morning and passes by and you go and establish your salah and Ramadan comes, you establish your fasting. Where's the war? Where's the battle in this land that you, you're talking about? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah does not forbid you from being righteous towards those who don't drive you out of your homes, nor do they fight you in your religion, that you be righteous to them. That you be kind to them. Invite them to Islam. Rasulullah was an inviter to Islam. For one person to be guided for you by you is better than the red she camel. So expensive, so valuable. One person to become Muslim. You want to kill him? Call him to Islam. Let him say, La Allah, save him from the hellfire, ya akhi. What are you doing? May Allah protect us. The Messenger وسلم, was the most merciful to the people. No. And there are many examples of that. How he وسلم, used to be uh, with the non-Muslims and those that he and those that he uh, lived amongst. And we have mentioned some of that in the beginning of this talk. And due to time, we will end there. We ask Allah to protect us and make this a proof for us, not a proof against us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide the Muslims to the true understanding of Islam, the way of Ahl-Sunnah, Wal-Jama'ah, for indeed, that is the way of salvation. May Allah protect us and forgive us and our families. May Allah protect the Muslims around the world who are going through difficulties and harm. We don't use emotion in order to misguide people. We don't use emotion in order to kill innocent people. Two wrongs don't make a right. We don't use emotion in order to attack other people who've got nothing to do with anything. Rather, invite them to Islam. This is how you should be with your, with your non-Muslim neighbors. In this country or any other uh, non-Muslim country. For disbelievers are of different levels. There are those disbelievers who are in a battle. We're not in a battle. There are those disbelievers who, are, uh, who live amongst you in a Muslim land. The Prophet said, مَنْ قَتَلَ مُعَاهَدًا لَمْ يَرِحْ رَائِحَةَ الْجَنَّةِ Whoever kills a non-Muslim uh, under a pact that has a pact between you and him, a pact, a treaty or a pact, then whoever kills that individual will not smell the fragrance of paradise. Whether that Muslim, whether that non-Muslim resides in a Muslim land or in a non-Muslim land. So if you have a Christian say, living in Saudi Arabia or living in Yemen or living, and you go and kill him, then you will not smell the fragrance of paradise. 
because he entered that country with a visa with with a pact and a Muslim is not treacherous the Muslim doesn't deceive Muslim doesn't do that the Rasul the Messenger of Allah Muhammad taught us the best of manners beautiful example you're upon a great manner, a great status, a great etiquette, great character. That is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How merciful he was with the young, with the old. He said it's not of us who doesn't respect our elders and he doesn't have mercy to the young. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam how he was with his family, how he was with children. Uh, with, boy, with, with orphans. He himself was an orphan. And when he would see an orphan, he would rub his head. Just rub his hair. You know, making him feel happy. SubhanAllah, just to make that orphan feel that yes, there is some comfort for you. That is the message of Allah sallallahu not what we see from the likes of this, these groups, these khawarij, who have come out and disfigured the image of Islam. Islam is beautiful. Islam is justice. Islam is kindness. Islam is respect. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and, gain, and give us more knowledge and understanding in the correct understanding of Islam. And that is the way of the Salafiyun. Naam, wherever they are, in America, in Britain, in Saudi Arabia, the scholars in Saudi Arabia, they, they spoke out against terrorism and all forms of terrorism. And they're also getting, getting harm from terrorists themselves. And the scholars in, in, in other parts of the world, like in Egypt and, and so on, you find that they are fought by the Khawarij and they are fought by the likes of these terrorists. May Allah protect us. May Allah protect us. May Allah protect us. I say this, and 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 I